Welcome back to the Fantastic Comic Fan Podcast. Today, I am welcoming back for the second time, Thomas Nichols. He was back on the podcast way back in May, episode 21. And there'll be a link in the show notes uh, for the episode. We were talking about your indie comic at the time called Just Us Cops. And I really hope that people go back and listen to it because I think you had fun doing the interview at the time. And we had a lot of fun talking about it. But briefly, tell everybody a little bit about Justice Cops, what it's about, how they can get it, you know, the whole schmiel. Uh, Justice Cops is a, is a buddy cop comedy about two cops that pretty much arrest old cartoon characters and some new faces as well. We started, we started putting new characters in there that nobody even heard of. And they pretty much just go around and help a city of just lost tunes for the most part. You know, uh, you can pick that up at tncomedy.net. You always order some right off of there. Now, not that it matters, but you're also a black man writing a, a comic book about cops. Yeah. How did that all come about? I, I think I, I personally think the idea was just funny. It's a it's a it's a buddy cop comedy. So you it's know, a it's a great comic book. I've read it several times. And one of, one of your side things that you're also you're a comedian. Yeah. Which yep, is, you've been doing stand up now for coming up on 14 years now. Jeez. Okay. What have you been doing lately with that stand-up stuff? What have you been up to? More traveling. I've really been uh, traveling because I just moved to Fort Collins, Colorado. So I've been traveling to go a little bit to Denver. Not necessarily so much out of state, but I've been traveling in state to working and getting around my name more and more and more and getting ready to prepare for a tour for next year. What, uh, ki- what kind of comedy do you do? What's your you know, genre type of comedy, because there's all kinds of stuff. Uh, that's re- that's a really good question. I, I Honestly, it's not somebody asked me that. I don't know. You just have to watch it. You got to. <laughs> I don't I don't really know what kind of comedy I do. You I are funny. Do. You are funny because I have listened to co- some oh, of your hits you. and stuff. So how does a stand up? Is that what you do for your, your real life job or is it just a part time thing? Is that your real life? Uh, job? That's a part time. That, no, it's a, it's, it's a comedy is a full time job. If you re- like if you're really into it. I, I'm. It's a full time job for me. I also work a daytime job, which is also full time. What do you and do for your I day job? Books. What do you do for your day job? Out of curiosity? I work at Home Depot. It's my day job. Oh, that's kind of cool too. So, how does a man who works at Home Depot does a stand up comedian stuff? How do you decide to get into comic books and why? Uh, just like a uh, stand up was doing comic books were like my childhood, like dream to do. I always wanted a comic book and having the time and the and the, the knowledge to be able to do it now it was easy for me to just jump in and, and figure it all out was it was i can't necessarily say it was easy more than it was just i was happy to jump in and figure it all out all right this time around we're talking about a completely different project what's this one all about uh t horror man i'm so excited about this book because as a as it's a horror comic anthology short stories I'm super excited about it. each issue is its own story. As a, as a big horror fan, I feel like this is something that horror comics have been missing for a while because there's not that many horror comics out now, and it kind of bugs me. So being able to be a horror fan from horror movies to horror comic books and actually get into doing my own horror comic book is it, really dope. Okay, this is a complete whiplash difference than Just Us Cops. I mean, you can't get more different than this. What was the inspiration behind its creation? I know you said it's a bunch of short stories, but what inspired you to actually make more stories? A lot of the horror movies that I've been watching, honestly, the first one that just came out, just put out T-Horror October 1st, 
edition. I thought it just felt perfect to put it out, of course, and during the Halloween month, which is my favorite holiday. You know, it, it, it came from uh, a lot of uh, horror movies, but also came from a lot of personal fears that I have going on in my, my everyday life to a degree. You know, some of these stories I've been just been waiting to be uh, put out on to display into some kind of art form for a while. So I may be able to put these out in a comic book series is going to be great. So tell us about the creative team. I know you've got some new people involved. Who are they and how'd you find them? Email you here. He did the he did the uh, Justice Cops stuff. You know what? Is- I thought he did. I you know I because um I was going through things and I'm like he looked like this, but no, he couldn't do that. How does a guy go from doing Justice <laughs> Cops to this stuff? Gee, dude, it's a, it's a completely different art style. Because uh, as we're talking, I was telling Tom here before the podcast taping. I'm like, dude, I'm sick. I feel terrible that I've got this terrible code. And the name sort of clicked before, and it sort of didn't click. But how'd you get this guy to do such a completely <laughs> radically different art form? If you would have said, hey, they're the same artist, like, no way, dude, it couldn't be the same artist. But I mean, how did you convince him to do this type of stuff? It's a, yeah, Emi did the uh, the interior art, man. And and like, once you look at the interior art compared to Just Us Cops, like you said, it's super different. He sent me his portfolio like years ago before we started working on Just Us Cops. And he had all kinds of just different styles in there. Like, so I mean, did- incredible. He at least has about four more different styles so how did you uh, connect with him? How did you connect with him? Oh, I connected with him on Facebook. Okay, that's what group. At one point, I was looking for some artists to do Just Us Cops, and he he sent me his portfolio, and uh, I we immediately just started talking after that. And where does and he live at? He live in uh, he lives in Argentina. Is, does he speak English? He doesn't speak English at all. He only see you're Spanish. the guy. You're the yeah. guy. So, so we've been using Google Translation, Google Translator for the last. You're- Five, six years now. You're my uh, go-to guy when I talk about somebody. I couldn't remember who it was. Like, this, this was like, this is one guy who's a writer and the other guy's an artist and they don't speak a common language. And yet, they it actually, works. It works. So um, well. So does, um, he, does he also do the lettering and the coloring? Yes, he does. He does the letter, the color. He does everything that's inside that book in general. Now, the, the cover art, Brian Blondo, he did the uh, cover art. He's from the Philippines. How'd you I found find him, him on Facebook as well. Of course. And uh, he does a, a, an amazing job with these covers. I think about the, the T-Hard that is going to be really dope is that Brian is going to do all the covers for the series, but the book is going to look completely different in the next book. It's not going to all look the same. He might won't do, I can't say he won't do another book, uh, but he's definitely not uh, going to do every book. I want this series to look different because each story is going to be different. And uh, I feel like, you know, the art styles are going to push the story, even be- make the story even better than what it is. So I look forward to working with different artists each time. And but Brian, these 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 cover arts that he does, dude, you like if you like this one that he does, the, the next ones are crazy. And I'm excited to show you all that when it once it gets to the once it all gets done, man. So this is a black and white comic with splashes of red. And well, of course, red is appropriate because it is a horror comic. But in a couple of years, the last few years, a lot of publishers have been kind of experimenting with, you know, red colors and gold colors and things like this. Was that an inspiration for you or did you come up with the splashes of colors all on your own separate? Uh, that was definitely a separate thing. That was def- for this specific story. Okay. I was, um, yeah, I was wondering because it's like, 
you know, did he did he get copy? It's like, no, I didn't copy this. It's totally was separate, and it, it works. What you did with the story it actually does work. It's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. Um. Uh. The thing was, Brian did uh the like I said, he did the cover art for, it, and he does a lot of gray and red tone covers. And I th- and looking at one of the uh, one of the cover the things that he posted on this page, I was looking at. It, I was like, that'd be a cool like full book, you know, to look something like something like that. And um, I thought the ad of white would make the story even more compelling, just because uh, a black with I mean a white with red tone to it is just an amazing thing. Um, and a lot of video games inspired that as well. You know, playing some of these video games that I've been playing a lot lately, you see how good the, the detail of the blood looks when the, the the background of it doesn't necessarily match the tone of the story. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you play something like Dead Space or something where everything is dark, but you can clearly see the blood in there. It just made it so much doper to be able to do that. How often do you plan on putting out the uh, horror comic? As soon as we can. I can't lie about that. I mean, it's, it's working with different artists. You have to sign different people to certain things, doing, you know, make sure they get the contract and stuff right and their timing and everything. So soon as things get done, we're able to put them out. It won't. I can't say it's a monthly thing right now, but as soon as we can get it done, we're going to get it done. We're going to put it out. So we can. I've been holding on to this issue specifically for like the first issue. I held it for like three months, maybe even more than that, just based the fact of that. I wanted to put it out in October. So I guarantee for a fact that you're going to get another one in October. That every October, you're for sure going to get one. But there might be also one put out before that. And before that, we're going to try to put them out as soon as we can. I got at least six stories in the can ready to go. So what's the status of Just Us Cops? You're still doing that and putting stuff out for that one? Yeah, Just Us Cops is still going to be a yearly thing. We want to uh, be able to finish that series and finish it out strong. We got to, it's not the last issue yet. We got to, we got a whole, other we got more stories coming for that i'm excited to put that out too because that's that's actually a fan favorite of mine i think a lot of people really are getting more and more into it every time it comes out so do you have any other projects that you'd like to be working on in the future comic book wise oh yeah man we gotta um i've been tinkering around this idea of of writing comic books about uh, a riot i want to do a riot comic book i want to figure it out what how i want to do it you know what I mean? I don't necessarily want it to be. I never really do anything so much like a political thing like that. Uh, I don't really want to touch on anything like that. I kind of want to keep it on its own. You know, what would the riot be about? What was the reason? What was we need to know that? Or do we really need to know that? We don't know. Sometimes that's the great thing about horror stories and books or just stories in general. Sometimes you don't need to answer all the questions. No, you're it kind of ruins it. It kind of ruins all of it. Not that it matters, but you're a black man. Do you try to put that that kind of perspective into what you write, or it just doesn't really matter? It don't matter. I, I don't. I, I I I don't. I don't want to make that the the core base of everything. Now, some stories might come up, might definitely come up where it's like, okay, this would be a good idea to do this, you know, and put that perspective in there and and make that character stand out more, or or just be be the voice. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. To speak out for certain things that's going on in the community for black people. But I never really I I don't try to make it like a, a thing because I don't want to force that kind of stuff on people like that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people might want it and that's cool. If they want it. I, I'm sure I got a st- I know for a fact I got a story in store for people that's going to be something that touches all bases for everybody. So I look forward to putting those out too. Your comic book you got coming out for Halloween. In one sentence, why should somebody go out and pick it up and buy it? I liked it, but 
give 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 it a sell here. It's it's different. It is very. That's different. what I say. It's different. Not many people put read horror comic books. Let's put that out there. Not a lot of people read horror comic books. Not a lot of stories are like this either. And the anthology format really doesn't get done very often anymore. It used to be really popular, but it doesn't. Now it's like, eh, no big deal. Right. It does. And I don't know why. I think it's a great idea. You have certain movies that are coming out that are being anthologies. You have certain uh, um, TV shows that are doing the same thing from uh, American uh, Horror Stories, pretty much doing the same thing. Each season's different. VHS films that are coming out. Um, they've been doing anthology films for a long time. It's time. I feel like, you know, Creepshow has been around forever, but this this T-Horror series is, is definitely something different. There's nothing campy about this. There's nothing goofy about this. This is like a serious thing. And I, and I, I, I like horror. I like my horror series. So, uh, you know, if you really like it, if you like horror stuff, I'm telling you, this is the book for you, without a doubt. I, I, I can't express that enough. Before we wrap this up, do you have any parting words, Tom, today? Um, at the end of it, man, it just, I, I'm glad that people still love comics, man. That's, I, that's my thing. I, 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 it's exciting to hear, like, when I do a show or something like that, and I sell these comic books after shows, after I see people come to me, they're like, oh, I'm interested in your comic book. They're more interested in my comic book sometimes than my stand-up, which is great. <laughs> I mean, I know y'all there for the show, but sometimes it's like, man, what about, was I funny? I don't know. But at the same time, they still want to support and buy the comic book. And it's so interesting to see the kind of demographics that come up and, and want to buy these books. You know what I'm saying? To talk about comic books. And it's dope to be able to talk to different people every day about it. And it's inspiring, man. Tom, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast again. I wish I had you on sooner. I want to have you on for your next project. Again, you're welcome to come back on anytime you want just to talk about comics. Thanks again for joining me on the podcast. All right. Thank you for having me, Ron. I appreciate it, man.